Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Remnant Radio Program. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado, and I just appreciate you being here. This is Todd Coconado's show. You can find us on, if you Google us, the Todd Coconado Show, The Remnant, or you can find us on pretty much every pod- podcasting platform there is. If they don't carry us, tell them they need to. And, uh, of course, we're on YouTube and a couple of streaming platforms as well, at least for now. But I tell everybody the censorship is getting brutal, and that's why you need to find us where you do. So you can go to ToddCoconado.com and actually uh, slash find me, and you can see uh, when you use that drop-down menu on ToddCoconado.com where you can find us. And we'll continue to update, update that as uh, things continue, we go on more platforms or we go off platforms. Hopefully, it's we go on more, not off. But this is the world that we're in. They're silencing pastors in America, and it's unbelievable. And so uh, if you found us, you are part of the remnant. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. Hey, listen, before I get started, again, please share whatever platform that you're listening this to on, on social media. Let more people know about what we're doing, because if we don't get this information out there, There is an information war, ladies and gentlemen. There's an information war. And that's what we've been witnessing here as this election has transpired here, is is that from day one after the election, the mainstream media has been saying Joe Biden is the president-elect. They even uh, created a false office called the Office of (laughs) President-elect, which is a bunch of nonsense. There's no such thing as an Office of President-elect. And they're they're trying to shape this narrative and make everybody feel like it's a done deal. And I'm just here to tell you, it is not a done deal. It is still not a done deal. And I know many Christians have already thought that it is a done deal. And I'm sorry you've been lied to, but there's a lot of things that are happening and that are coming out right now that you need to know about. That's why they want to censor guys like me, because they know we're out here speaking the truth and they don't want you knowing the truth ladies and gentlemen they don't want you knowing the truth and you know as uh, uh, amazing voices like rush limbo and others you know are, are he's dealing with cancer right now dan Bongino's been dealing with a tumor uh you know some of the amazing voices on the right are aging and uh unfortunately there's not a lot of new voices and so we need to make sure that we continue to speak the truth uh, it's not about a right-left thing. I'm not here as a politician, and I'm not here as a conservative or Republican. I'm here as a Christian, and what I'm speaking is from a biblical worldview, and we're standing for religious liberty and freedom, but we're also standing for our republic, because right now, this may be the most important time in our history in our lifetime. Now, I know many of you, some of you that have listened to the show, you're seniors, you've lived through some pretty important times, like the, the era of Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights rights movement. And I know that was a very important time. That's correct. That's true. And there have been other important times like the fall of the Iron Curtain, the Soviet Union and the, and, you know, the Berlin Wall. And uh, when Reagan said, tear down that wall, you know, and I remember that. Listen, I was alive in that time period. And, and, and so there have been monumental important times like 9-11 and other times. But I will tell you this, in my lifetime, I don't know that I've seen any time more critical and important for the future of our country and generations to come than right now. And this is why it is an information war, because they're doing everything they can to silence us, to to make our voice unheard, censor us, deplatform us, call us crazy, call us conspiracy theorists. There are people threatening people like myself, including myself. There's all kinds of stuff. We've had to upgrade our security. I mean, I can tell you one of the reasons why I'm not in my studio right now is because of the craziness that's been going on. So 
We're going to stand in this fight, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to continue to press ahead because, listen, there's, I believe, more than 74 million, but I think at least 74 million people that, that want to get to a resolution here and that are at least questioning, and to some extent, the outcome of this election. We're finding out more and more every single day, and uh, it's really unbelievable, you know, the information that's coming out. I want to play a clip from Tucker Carlson last night. Now, I, I have said this, and I'll continue to say this. I've been disappointed in Tucker. You know, I used to be an avid fan of Tucker Carlson. In fact, there was one point where I was even talking about he should be president of the United States. I mean, you know, I like Tucker. But the problem is, is that he's on a network that hates President Trump. President Trump is the man that's basically standing for our Constitution and our freedoms. And so there's got to be something concerning when there's a network where one of the Murdoch son's wives literally tweeted out, we, we did it, we beat him. You know, there's something concerning about somebody who lives on that network. And I, look, I know Sean Hannity's on there, but I, I can tell you right now, Sean Hannity is going to continue to speak the truth no matter what, even if they kick him off. Um, there's others on there that are the same, that are like Judge Janine. They're going to just speak the truth no matter how much they get silenced or they attempt to silence them. But Tucker, I've been a little concerned about because he's not reporting on the most important story of our lifetime. The, the attempted steal, and that's why they're calling it Stop the Steal, the attempted steal of our democracy, of our republic. It's a republic. Of our republic. They're trying to steal our republic away from us by a, a, a very vast effort, as Joe Biden said, a very vast effort of corruption in, in engaging in fraud, voter fraud, on a, on a cataclysmic uh, level, a level that is like a... Uh, we've never seen. It's unprecedented. Like Joe Biden said, we put together the biggest voter fraud operation in history. He was not lying. That was not a gap. He was letting us know that he had done this. And it's amazing how they say things like that. I mean, it almost makes us just sit here and say, what? Like, are you kidding me? But let me play the clip from Tucker Carlson right now. I think it's important. And for those that are watching the streaming version, you'll see the video right now as well. So let's, let's go ahead and play that. But we want to start tonight with evidence, with a remarkable video. This video was recorded a little over a week ago, on November 28th. The man you're about to see speak is a professor from Beijing called Di Dong Cheng. The video comes from an appearance that he made on a Chinese television show about Wall Street and international trade. Di Dong Cheng works at Renmin University in Beijing. He is also, like so many in academia in China, a servant of his country's government. This video was deleted from Chinese social media soon after being uploaded, and there's a reason for that, as you'll see. The Trump administration is at a trade war with the U.S. So why can't we fix the Trump administration? Why, between 1992 and 2016, did China and the U.S. use to be able to settle things, now no matter what? You know, the bombing of the embassy, the crashing of the plane, we're always able to settle things in a couple of days. We fixed everything within two months. What is the reason? I'm going to tell you, but it may be a little explosive. It's because we have people at the top, at the top of America's core inner circle of power and influence. We are old friends. There's a lot of garbage floating around the internet right now, a lot of fake things. That video is real, and those subtitles are accurate. We checked today with two different Chinese speakers and confirmed that. 
What he just said, what you just read on the screen, tells the story. This is as close to a smoking gun as we have ever seen. All right, so I wanted to play you guys that. And by the way, in that first part, I was trying to um, real quickly translate that, but they were saying uh, a trade war between China and the U.S., China and the U.S. And so, anyways, basically in a nutshell, with, and I thought Tucker did a really good job of reporting on this. Um, we need to get this information out, ladies and gentlemen. This is... Uh, at the highest of levels, uh, foreign interference in an election. China wanted Joe Biden because Joe Biden is compromised and they have taken action. Now, I believe that in the end, this is going to be the reason why Donald Trump is reelected and continues to be president for four more years. I think a lot of people are overlooking this, but there has been foreign interference, real foreign interference. And the difference between the Russian collusion delusion, and I, by the way, wrote a report on this on rmntnews.com that you can read, uh, where we connect the dots, is now what I'm starting to understand. If you think about this, why they had the Russian collusion story in the first place. The people have been panicking. You know, all these elites that have been, as that man said, the people at the top. Let's think about it. Who's he talking about at the top? Barack Hussein Obama? Compromised. Joe Biden? Compromised. Hillary Clinton? Bill Clinton? Compromised. You know, it, it just goes on and on. Who who wasn't compromised as the globalist cabal leaders, you know, for, for 20 plus years uh, were basically just stealing the riches of the United States, transferring wealth in the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from West to East while they were allowing China to become a global superpower and dominating economic force that would eventually overtake the U.S. And that was part of their plan and agenda, and it still is with the Great Reset and the One Belt, One Road and all the different things that they're trying to initiate right now as we speak. This is a last-ditch effort from the Trump administration uh, to overturn this fraudulent election. Now, I believe the Trump administration and those that are on his team, the Patriots, have known about this for quite some time. They anticipated this. And I'm starting to believe, ladies and gentlemen, that there's way more to this than, than anybody has even thought about when it comes to foreign interference. Because what's coming out as we look at the fraud and as we make the connections, it's not, I mean, yes, there's a ton of evidence about fraud. I mean, anywhere from dead people voting to fake ballots to people voting twice to people that don't live in the state that voted that, you know, all the illegal votes that shouldn't be counted that are being counted in the tabulation software, Dominion and Smartmatic and all the different, uh, you know, just yesterday, there was a report that 37 votes in just a very small area uh, where they did a, a deep dive into Dominion uh, gave the votes to Joe Biden, 37 to Joe Biden. That should have been for Donald Trump. So you, you take that and then you just take that little fraction and you put it into play in the entire system. Those are thousands, hundreds of thousands of votes that should have been for Donald Trump, maybe even millions that went to Joe Biden. So there's so many, so much evidence. I know the mainstream media is trying to tell you there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Well, that's their talking point. Can you imagine during Russian collusion delusion, what evidence did they have? What evidence did they have when they took two years of our life and our taxpayer dollars and put the president and his family and, and those around him through absolute hell? People lost their entire life's fortune, their homes. General Flynn, a patriot, a three-star general that served this nation, went through hell and back. They, they targeted him. They targeted Trump allies, people like George Papadopoulos and others, Carter Page. I can go on and on. People that were, um, you know, unmasked, 
that were spied on an incoming administration bigger than Watergate and you never the mainstream media just covered for them left and right they the way that they reported was nothing less than sick because they completely covered what probably was the biggest political scandal of our time and they didn't even uh, barely cover it and so you know the president has been through hell and back just trying to bring back jobs manufacturing you know level set the trade deals put America first because he's the president of the United States um, and really try to restore our republic and what we're seeing now and that's why I think the president has anticipated this and I would not underestimate him I would not underestimate him because as we're looking at this now and we're seeing the massive corruption the massive fraud that's taken place the many many things that are now coming out that are becoming more and more evident and more and more clear what we're finding is also this big story which I don't think many anticipated being a factor here of foreign meddling and foreign intervention from China and we're seeing the ties to political people and this video that Tucker Carlson played is literally a smoking gun because again it just confirms what we already knew about Joe Biden Hunter Biden I, I really would ask that you would find that video it's still up on YouTube it's also on, on rmntnews.com we did the whole video on there watch it because the connection to Hunter Biden and the connection to Joe Biden is absolutely a national security risk and this story that they tried to put out there with the Russian collusion what they were doing is they were setting it up now hindsight's always 2020 now we understand why they had the Russian collusion story because when President Trump became president they knew it was just a matter of time before they would you know before the Trump team and and the good guys the white hats and the Patriots would understand and see the level of corruption and collusion with foreign powers not Russia so much although there was uranium one and yes they were involved in that and there was collusion real collusion with uh, Hillary Clinton uranium one the Obama administration yes but even bigger even bigger is their collusion with a foreign power our biggest threat and adversary right now in the world on the world stage China and China is admitting in this video that they had people at the top just let that sink in for a minute now why would they need the Russian collusion delusion story because they were predicating they were getting out there and setting this ahead of time preemptively so that when this massive story of real collusion with China comes out they can say oh this is just President Trump trying to retaliate for the Russian collusion investigation nonsense ladies and gentlemen this is real collusion and there is evidence that is beyond the pale that is there's so much evidence that we could never need more evidence I mean honestly more evidence is always good but there's already plenty of evidence to this we don't need any more it is unbelievable and shocking and it's right in our face and the mainstream media are trying to say there's no evidence even though when the Russian collusion delusion was going on they were saying there was a plethora of evidence and they never actually produced any evidence did you remember anybody at that time other than of course people like myself and Rush and Hannity and you know people on the right but do you remember anybody in the mainstream media at that time that was out there saying that there was no evidence no everybody was out there instead you know just putting Trump you know basically saying that he was a stooge for Putin that they had all this evidence you had skiff shift or whatever his name is going out there shifty ship out there in the front of the mainstream media is telling people that he has all this evidence that's going to come out and it's going to be beyond a shadow of a doubt well nothing ever happened there was no Russian collusion and the president thank God was able to be um, 
you know, uh, basically shown that he didn't do anything. He was he was absolved of anything because nothing happened. And uh, thank God that that we prevailed in that situation because they they tried to lie. I mean, the only people that were actually arrested and indicted had nothing to do with Russian collusion. And it, by the way, I mean, look at Roger Stone and, and, and some of the situations there, again, really just uh, trying to, you know, the Mueller probe team was just trying to look like they had some real things going on. They were making arrests. It, none of those arrests had anything to do with Russia. Remember, there was the Russian nationals and the Russian company that they were trying to involve. Well, they ended up dropping those charges because they had nothing there. And I think in the end, what it ended up being was that they said Russia did some Facebook ads or some type of social media. That was their big Russian collusion. Russia hacked the election. They hacked the election. They did not hack the election, ladies and gentlemen. And I've been telling you since day one, and I still stick to this story, that the DNC was not hacked by Russia either. WikiLeaks got their information from Seth Rich, who happened to be murdered. And Seth Rich was a Bernie supporter who was trying to show what the DNC was doing. And so he he downloaded the emails or uploaded, but I don't know the, the correct terminology there, but I think it's downloaded. He downloaded the emails from the DNC server and what happened was he, you know, he got killed for it. He outed those to WikiLeaks. It ended up showing a bunch of um, just um, unbelievable information that we probably never would imagine that came out that was highly embarrassing to the people that were in the Democrat Party, showing that they were involved in all types of rituals and disgusting things and just things that were unfathomable, but not to us in the truth community that know what's going on with the cabal and know how dark these people are. And so now we understand why they had the Russian collusion delusion. It makes sense now. And we can also understand why they had the Ukraine hoax, by the way, too, where they tried to say that the president made this phone call and it was an impeachable offense. Well, it ends up Joe Biden did the quid quo pro, not President Trump. So everything that they've accused the president of doing, we are now understanding they did this preemptively, these accusations so that when they're caught and the information starts to come out, because now we're in that period where we're understanding they were the ones colluding with a foreign government, China and Russia with Uranium One. Oh, and by the way, doing deals in Ukraine, Joe Biden, quid quo pro. And now we're understanding it was them. Everything that they accused Donald Trump of, they did. And so now we're at this extremely important precipice moment where the mainstream media who's been guilty, 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 that's why I call them the Mockingbird Media. That's why they want to censor guys like me. They want to censor us and call us conspiracy people. What's conspiracy about what I'm saying right now? They're the ones that are the conspiracy theorists. Everything of the Russian hoax, that was a conspiracy theory. The Ukraine hoax, that was a conspiracy theory. All these things that they push on us have been conspiracies, but they call us conspiracy theorists. I'm a pastor that loves the Lord. Yes, I sound angry right now. I have a righteous anger for our country because we are on the verge of a civil war if we don't get this right right now. They're trying to steal our country. A foreign enemy, China, is trying to steal and rig an election, and they're almost getting away with it, ladies and gentlemen. And so this is very critical. Now, here's the good news. I want to report on something else that's going on. We're going to shift gears a little bit here because I think this is an important story before we go today. And there's a, 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 a filing from Texas. The state of Texas filed a lawsuit directly with the U.S. Supreme Court. And they did this before midnight on Monday. They are challenging the election procedures in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin on the grounds that they violate the Constitution. I think this is very important. You know, Texas is arguing that these states violated the electors clause in the Constitution because they made changes of voting rules and procedures through the courts 
or through executive actions, but not through the state legislators. This is important. Remember when I posted this about a month ago? Those of you that follow me, you know that I posted this a month ago because I had spoken with somebody. This was regarding the state of Pennsylvania. And we had come to find out that the, that the judges had made law. Now, th now, from the constitutional standpoint, the judges can't really make law. They can set case precedent in, in alignment with the state constitution or, of course, the U.S. Constitution. They can rule according to the law, but they cannot make law. And for, when they do that, that's a violation of the constitution and who they actually are. So they cannot make the law. It's very important that we understand that. They cannot make the law. So the thing that I'm talking about here is exactly what they did. They made the law. And these states of Texas is saying, wait a minute, this is unfair because we played by the rules. We, you know, we didn't make any new laws that would affect the electors and affect the outcome of the U.S. election. So this is a whole nother direction here now. So I just laid out a case where there is absolute proof that there has been a foreign intervention, a foreign uh, nation that has interfered, China, in our election, and we didn't even get into Dominion and Governor Kemp, who has ties to China that we're finding out as well, and many of these people that, that they mentioned in that video from Tucker Carlson where they said we have people at the top. Well, now we're finding out, yes, they're all around the country. They're in the, in the state legislators. They're on the Republican Party. They're on the Democrat Party. These are people that are bought and paid for, and I think Kemp is one of them. I don't know, but that's what Lynn Wood is saying, and, and I tend to believe him because, you know, so far no one's sued Lynn Wood for defamation of character. What, what does he know? What does he know? And why isn't Kemp fighting back on that? And so that, that is interesting to me. And then, of course, there was that very suspicious death of Kemp's daughter's boyfriend, who was a staffer. And we're not going to get into conspiracy theories here, but I do think that was a little odd. And I think it could have been a message. And many other people feel that too. So we're putting all these things together. We're understanding. Let's just outline this now. The Russian collusion story was probably something that they conjured up because they knew they were colluding with a foreign power, China, Russia, and Ukraine. But instead of it being Donald Trump, it was Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama, number one. Okay, number two, we found out now that the China has definitely interfered in the election in several ways. First of all, this election, we're now finding that machines were connected to the internet, which they're not supposed to ever be connected to the internet. And apparently there's white hat hackers that have looked into this and found, yes, there's back doors that have actually been uh, accessed by foreign adversaries, including China. So they're right there. That should be just right there. If I was a Supreme Court justice and I heard that, that would give me right there uh, enough information to say that we could be compromised. Now, uh, that's just one thing. Again, what about the Dominion systems, which were used in Venezuela, by the way, used in basically countries that are banana republics, and we're not, a, we're not a banana republic. We're a republic. We're the United States of America. We're supposed to be the example for the rest of the world for freedom. We have a constitution. They want to try to take it down, but they so far have not been able to. And I believe they're not going to be able to because in the end, I think the constitution is going to stand here. If I was a Supreme Court justice and I was sitting back and I was looking at this evidence, Dominion, China, the interference, all the different irregularities, the ballots, the... Uh, mail-in ballots that's extremely concerning, the states where they're having uh, really just issues beyond belief that's uh, unfathomable in our lifetime. And we thought the hanging chads were bad. This is like a whole nother level and in multiple states. So I'm a Supreme Court justice. That's just a hypothetically. I'm looking back. I'm seeing these things, just that alone. 
should be enough for me to be extremely concerned if my oath that I had taken is to uphold the Constitution and the, and the law of this land, which clearly there's issues in these things I've mentioned. And I haven't even gotten into everything. But now let's go, now let's go to the state of Texas and this amazing lawsuit. Thank you, God bless Texas. I pray Florida follows suit in other states with Patriot governors because I think we need to look at this. This is an absolute uh, knock out of the park. This is a home run from a constitutional standpoint. They're saying, listen, on the grounds, this has violated the electors clause of the constitution because they made changes to voting rules and procedures through the courts or through the executive actions, but not through the state legislators. Additionally, Texas is arguing that there were differences in the voting rules and procedures in different um, counties within the states, violating the constitution's equal protection clause. Finally, Texas argues that they were voting irregularities in these states as a result of the above. So Texas is asking the Supreme Court to order the states to allow the legislators to appoint their electors. Now that is key and critical. And if that goes to the Supreme Court from a constitutional standpoint, if I was a justice, and I know that you're gonna say, well, you're biased because you're a Christian, you're a conservative. Wait a minute here. I am, listen, I'm just a patriot. Okay, I love this country. Yes, I am a Christian. That's who I am first. I'm a follower of Christ. But that should tell you enough right there. I don't, I don't pledge my allegiance to a political party. I pledge my allegiance to the word of God and truth and my faith in Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. That's who I am. I'm a pastor. I'm a believer in Christ. I'm a man of integrity according to the, Lord, the word of God. Does that mean that I have not messed up in my life? No. Does that mean I have not sinned? No. There's only one sinless man. What I'm trying to say to you today is, is that my case to you is, is that if I'm looking at this from a truth seeker standpoint, from a constitutional standpoint, from a truth standpoint, according to the word of God, which is absolute truth, and I'm sitting here and I'm looking at what's happened in these states, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Wisconsin, according to the grounds set from our constitution, I think this is a very good case because I think that they have a not only a leg to stand, they have two legs to stand. Certain officials in the defendant states presented the pandemic as justification for ignoring the state laws. And this is regarding the absentee ballots, the, uh, the mail-in voting ballots. The defendant states flooded their citizens with tens of millions of ballot applications and ballots in the degradation of the statutory controls as to how they are lawfully received, evaluated, and counted. I mean, come on. Look at what we saw from the from the Georgia video the other day. The what the what the heck was that? They're pulling out these these ballots from under the table after everybody left. What the heck was that? Just that alone should invalidate Georgia. They need a at least a a, a revote. They need to have a, hold another election in Georgia. The, it's compromised clearly, and I think that's what needs to happen. And, and we can't be using these Dominion systems that flip the votes. They they have to use a system that we're gonna trust, that the people are gonna trust the results. How much do you wanna bet? Now, I'm not a betting man, but how much do you wanna bet if they revote in Georgia, it's gonna be a landslide for Donald Trump? Why? Because people are outraged, number one, and number two, half the people that voted for Biden were dead or not real people, or the votes got flipped. So it would be an absolute landslide, and, and Purdue and, and, this, and the senators would win there too, because that's what really happened, ladies and gentlemen. 
This case, uh, this case in Texas presents a question of law. Did the defendant states violate the electors clause? Yes, by taking non-legislative um, actions to change the election rules that would govern the appointment of pres presidential electors. This is non-legislative changes to the defendant states election laws facilitated the casting and counting of ballots in the violation of the state law, which in turn violated the electors clause of Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution. By these unlawful acts, the defendant states have not only tainted the integrity of their own citizens' vote, but their actions have also debased the votes of citizens in plaintiff state, meaning Texas and other states that remained loyal to the Constitution. Now, this is important because Texas has approached the Supreme Court directly because of Article 3, which provides that it is the court of first impression on subjects where original jurisdiction, and this is a dispute between two or more states. I hope other states join in on this lawsuit, ladies and gentlemen, because this could be the determining factor. And I told you the other day, I was in the car, and I don't... You know, I'm not, I'm not one of these people that tries to over-spiritualize things, but I was in the car. I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit fall upon me. I felt God say, Todd, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with the Christians. I'm with the, the, the remnant body of Christ in the United States of America that's praying right now. I hear your prayers. Continue to pray this through. Continue to trust in me. Don't lose faith. Don't lose sight. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stand up. Now is the time to stand more than ever. And I really felt the Lord saying that to me. And then we've seen this major announcement today, very important, regarding Texas going to the Supreme Court. This could be the case, ladies and gentlemen. This could be the case that changes the tide here because they have such a, a knock-out-of-the-park home run case. Texas is saying, listen, we follow the law. We follow the Constitution. But you and, and, and these states did not. Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Wisconsin. You're compromised. Your election is compromised. And so we're going to have to stay tuned, but continue to pray. This is breaking news. Very, very important information. I wanted to get this out there to you today. Thank you for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant, ladies and gentlemen. Please share the show. And before I go, I just want to share with you, we are in the battle of our life. We are in the absolute battle of our life. I the last thing I like to do is ask for money. I, it really bothers me. I'm not one of those pastors. I'm not flying around in jets. I'm not somebody that's like, you know, living the high life. If you saw the way I live, you'd say it's very normal. We don't, you know, we barely can make our bills at times. But we're in this fight. We're doing this because we feel it's a calling. And uh, we're doing it because we don't see others stepping up. And we just know that God has called us to do this, to take these punches and arrows we're doing it for our nation, for our future, for our daughter, for many different reasons, but we really need your help. If you're able to help, please go to toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com, toddcoconato.com slash give. Anything you can give today, $5, $10, $100. If you have money, please help us, ladies and gentlemen, because we are in the battle of our lives right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the program. God bless you, and we will be back tomorrow. God bless.